From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, February 6th. I'm Sarah Wright. New Year's blessings typically include wishes for a long life. Yesterday, the last day of the Lunar New Year celebrations, coincided with the 115th birthday of Edie Ciccarelli, the third oldest person in the world. At Alex Thomas Plaza in Ukiah, the Lantern Festival was back after three years' pandemic hiatus. Instilling Goodness Elementary and Developing Virtue Secondary Schools from the City of 10,000 Buddhas offered lion and dragon dances, music, art, and food for the public. The festivities opened at noon under the pavilion as a sporadic downpour soaked the streets. To the accompaniment of gongs and cymbals, a black and gold lion opened a scroll announcing the year of the water rabbit, worked up the courage to leap onto a table, and uncovered a plate of treats which it flung into the crowd. Teacher H.T. coordinates the dance groups for the boys' school. He took a quick break between acts to explain the lion dance as students dashed through the rain to put away their costumes and set up for the Chinese orchestra performance. The first one we did is a lion dance. It's the beginning. It's an ancient story that once upon a time, during harvest time, every time they want to go harvest, they came out, all their crops have been disappeared. They doesn't know what really happened to it. So one day they figure out they saw something like an animal, they are afraid of it, they don't know what kind of animal it is, so they decide, how do you get rid of this one? So they use all this gong and stuff, to, and then it, someone decide to perform, it's a spring, it's the beginning of spring, then they perform something like a, a, light, something like a dance. So they put the lion's supplies to chase away the evils, so that then then the following years, the harvest is getting better because the animals don't come back when they hear the sound. So that's why every time the Chinese New Year or they call it the Lunar New Year, they decide the beginning, they start with the lion dance. There was another kind of dancing, too. At a long table in what little sunlight there was, Chinese teacher Dale was guiding children through what she calls a dance on the page. Can you talk a little bit about what you love about calligraphy? Um, calligraphy in our culture, we call it a dance on the paper. So it needs a lot of practice. But um, the process is um, very attractive to me. It's kind of another different kind of um, cultivation. So when you write, you really calm down and focus. So it's good training to change your focus. Dale's focus never wavered as the orchestra struck up a tune and the rain crashed down sideways. And after years of pandemic, a little rainstorm wasn't dampening HT's spirits. I'm excited for the kids because they get something to do. Or else you get, you know, what, what happened in the last three years. This, I, I kind of feel bad, but now we're able to get them coming back and you see how they're working slowly up. And hopefully next year, after, hopefully next year and the following year we get better and get better. Up the hill in Willits, Edie Ciccarelli, who's seen more New Year's than almost everyone who's ever lived, was being honored with a drive-by birthday parade. Lauren Schmidt from KMUD News talked with Evelyn Persico, a relative and trustee of the supercentenarian, which is what gerontologists call people over the age of 110. Well, she was born at home in 1908. I can't even hardly put it into words what she's experienced. Her father was a very hard-working man, providing for herself. There were four girls and three boys in the family, and um, they just 
lived through times that was just manual labor and just kind of the nose to the grindstone, you know, so to speak, providing for his family. He he came to the United States from Italy, and uh, he ended up here in Willits uh, by working uh, for the railroad. You know, the railroads were just making the track from the city up to uh, Eureka. And, you know, what they experienced is, is just going back to probably the Model T Ford up till now, you know, the space age. Edie was always a very active person. She was very active in, in her growing up. You know, she and her siblings would walk out to the valley here and, and um, dig up potatoes and for 50 cents a day and take the money home to give to her, her mama, you know, because they needed it. Her life has been just amazingly healthy, a glass of wine, with dinner and stay out of other people's business, just mind your own business and work hard and play. And she, she had a great philosophy. The thing that's been hard for Edie is that she's the survivor. You know, her family, her, her brothers and sisters are gone. Her daughter and, and three granddaughters are gone. And her son-in-law just passed away uh, like two, three years ago three years ago, I think, and she's a sole survivor, and that is very hard. And she, you know, that's why she says, why am I still here? And, you know, I I just say, well, God's not ready for you yet. It it just is hard to wrap your head around it. But spending so many years with her now, you know, I I just feel like God has given me uh, a piece of what he gave to her because I have just loved doing for her and loving her and knowing her and just being a part of her life. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.